ready now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're rolling. Okay. All right. So can you guys tell me why, like, a cigarette is just is just so much better if you just, like, had, a, like, a little bit of alcohol in you? <laughs> that's a good... I wonder if anybody has, like, a doctoral thesis on that because that's a... It's kind of funny. Like, I even like the way they smell. Sometimes you ever walk up to a girl in a bar and she smells like cigarettes and you're like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just want the taste on my tongue. <laughs> just a cigarette. Like, I... I don't, I don't like smoking. I'm not a smoker. I've maybe had like three cigarettes in my life. But when the opportunity presents itself and I have a little bit of alcohol in me, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Man, there's a couple Absolutely. times where it's made, the, it's made the going out experience a lot better. I don't know about you guys, but uh, uh, it's the only time I really do want to smoke a cigarette. And I uh, somehow just uh, magically a pack of cigarettes will appear in my back pocket with a lighter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's only when I'm drunk. I just turn into a old italian man <laughs> <laughs> no low-key like I w- when i was apartment searching um i just had this image in my head of this thing i saw in italy where like where i was walking through like a public square and i just saw this dude ass naked smoking a cigarette on his balcony and that's all i've ever really wanted for myself you know what i mean yeah i mean i remember like the f- uh, the first time i really smoked a cigarette in the u.s at least um alex was there I remember I like looked over to my right and there was just Alex just like kind of smiling at me while he was smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and we were both smoking a cigarette for the same reason. Oh man. I I smoke cigarettes just to spite people that have jewels at this point. Oh god. Can we talk about how uh the jewel has just became the modern day cotton gin? <laughs> I would like you to elaborate on that point. Uh, well the cotton know. gin was invented to actually end slavery or at least reduce it um, as the jewel was made <laughs> to end nicotine addiction and in fact the opposite has happened Jesus Christ that it's was like the cotton gin just made slavery analogy. a lot cooler <laughs> that was an unbelievable analogy that's the most intelligent shit you've ever said <laughs> <laughs> where the fuck did this come from what have you been doing you podcasting. start reading books since I left? <laughs> podcasting. So this is the half and a half, half hour podcast. Um. Fun fact, in uh, Dallas, Texas, there's a road called Cotton Gin Road. I bet a lot of niggers got hung there. Um, <laughs> this is this is Joe. And, uh, yeah, it's good, it's good to see everybody. Good to be back. We're not seeing anyone. I mean, we are seeing, but we can, but we, you know. Well, y'all two are actually in the same city, which is exciting. Yeah, and I'm finally in Cincinnati, Ohio. 
Yeah, your hot girl summer ended. I'm sorry about that, fam. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you guys want to talk about how trash that song was, or we're just going to skate over that? You hear the new song she put out with Nikki and Ty Dolla Sign? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. It's called yeah, Hot yeah. Girl Summer. Yeah. Um, that song is trash, but my goodness, when Ty Dolla Sign first comes in. Yeah, I only listened to the first 35 seconds. I don't really give a fuck about what Nikki and Meg the Stallion was talking about. Like, I most respect to them, but Jesus Christ, I only want to hear Ty. Yeah, absolutely. I'm here for it, though. I like Meg. Hot yeah, girl Ty Meg. Dolla Sign is definitely a saving grace to just about anything. Um... <laughs> Oh, what do you guys, what you guys want to talk about? We can talk about Boy Scouts, or we can talk about our study abroad experience. Which one? We should Jeffrey get the Boy Epstein Scouts. died. Do you guys want to talk about that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw a tweet. It said, "All things considered, at least Jeffrey Epstein murdered Jeffrey Epstein." <laughs> yeah, is that is that what we're going with? This nigga so, was about to expose pedophile rings. I don't. I don't think he just c- committed suicide. That's so. Studying abroad was super cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just go straight to that. Let's I mean, in context, there's not really been much going on like this past week, so it's story time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So how how, how do y'all want to how do y'all want to go about this? How do you want to? Let's do start with the boarding process. Let's start with the boarding process of like having to get to. Like one, like applying and then getting to the country. How about that? Like I mean, the we, beginning. I, last week we already talked about the application process. How like me and Joe pretty much took an entire year to figure the shit out, and then all of a sudden Alex just walks in. It's like, hey, I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, no, we provided the context last episode, but quick recap. Uh, I wanted to study abroad because I don't like Ohio, <laughs> and I had to live there. So I. Uh, I went out of my way to to go to the schools, whatever, have a meeting and figure out how to study abroad. And then I, uh, once I decided what I was going to do, I told Evan about it. Evan was interested and then ended up deciding to study abroad as well. And Alex could give two shits about it <laughs> until he figured out that you're really not in school that long. And then all of a sudden he was hella interested. <laughs> and if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, you had a relationship that you wanted to do something about. So that, that was also a... St- yeah. What's really funny about that was when you guys told me that um, she was in the room whilst the conversation going on. So, like, while you guys were talking about length of classes and when my interest started to peak in studying abroad, uh, she was sitting right next to me. So she <laughs> she was there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was that was good. I, I the reason that I went to study abroad was mainly because I wanted to go to Europe, experience a different culture. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I want to learn a new language. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just wanted to immerse myself in the culture and the architecture of a different continent. Alex, you went to Barcelona, (laughs) and you didn't leave your hotel until it was time for you to go out. You You did that in Berlin, too, and Paris. Went to Paris for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So let's, all right, but let, before, we, before we get too off topic, let's, let's, let's dive right into this. All right, so we got our visas, got our plane tickets, we got our affairs in order, we chose our classes. Um, I remember when I was choosing my classes, by the way, 
I had three, but I was thinking about taking four, and I talked to the advisor about it, and I've never been looked at more stupidly in my life. I was like, I'm thinking about maybe taking a fourth class because I might get, like, bored, and she just looked at me like, are you fucking stupid? Like, are you – you're actually dumb. Like, <laughs> I just saw your GPA, but I think you're a fucking idiot. Why would you ever take an extra class? And I was like, okay. Yeah, let's yeah, also I, preface I this by saying study abroad is such a loose term. Um, you're not studying anything. If anything, you're <laughs> – you're studying abroad. Wow. <laughs> had to be done at some point. Had to be done at some point. <laughs> nah, you guys get I mean, it? that's what... Hey, wait, what wait, was Joe, hey, Yes, hey, wait, I did, Joe, I did oh, get it. Okay. <laughs> what was y'all's motivation in the beginning, though? Because I, 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 I just also, needed to yeah, get out of Ohio. Also, yeah, let's talk to the classes you took. Yeah. I, well, I took um, um, sustainability. Um, thought there'd be girls in that one. I took... Uh, uh, water and wastewater treatment that was required for my major and I took an uh, introduction to management because I thought that couldn't possibly have any work attached to it that was it and what about y'all um, I took Spanish in Australia uh, <laughs> I took writing with a camera um, and I took right. love yeah. sex and death Writing with a camera, love, sex, and death. Fantastic. Yeah, those kind of blended in eventually. But um, <laughs> also, in my love, sex, and death class, second baddest girl I've ever seen in my life sat across from me, and we were in the same group, and I made it to the class four times. <laughs> Only reason why I went the th- uh, extra three after the first time was because of her. What did you take, Alex? Uh, I did take Spanish. I took an intensive track Spanish course. Because I was in Spain, and I did not know any Spanish before going to Spain. Um, I took a photography class, uh, intercultural communications, and that was it. So, So, uh, total three. We were, yeah, we were stacked (laughs) as far as difficulty goes. Having said that, hardest class I ever took in college was that Spanish class. Yeah, that makes sense. I ended up up failing two of my classes. Um... (laughs) And it's just purely because right. I never went. Um, I was going to say, do you know how hard that is? To fail in Australia, to fail in Australia, you need to get a 49%. Their, their, their bar is so fucking low. You barely really need to know how to read to pass classes in Australian college. Their education is head and shoulders below everything else I've ever done. And the thing is, if you have a 50 that's not like, oh, you just barely passed. Like, no, that you're, you're fine. Like, there's no yeah, GPA. Grades come back, pass, fail. Grades come back, pass, fail. So you, you literally need a 50. For example, I had a 49 in one of my classes, and I pre-gamed the final because it didn't matter. It did not matter how I did. I actually think I got like a 13% on the final. It didn't, it didn't matter. It was my management class. I still passed. Yeah, so the fact uh, that you managed to fail anything is absolutely remarkable. I remember I had to get my shit together for the Spanish class. And um, when I showed up for the final like presentation or test, project, whatever, um, the, the Spanish teacher looked at me and said, I thought you went back home to America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I will say, just like in terms of talking about classes, uh, that was my favorite part, was showing up in – Either A, the clothes you wore from last night, or B, just immensely hungover. Can we, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Can we talk about how you're 
literally like showing up. If you go to your class, you're showing up normally from the night before with the clothes you're wearing, the same exact clothes. You have not showered nor brushed your teeth. You more than likely have some makeup on your face. <laughs> and your breath normally smells like, um, I would say like if you were gargling like garlic and uh, motor oil. <laughs> Evan was going to say pussy. <laughs> I was going to say pussy and, um, and vodka. And you know what uh, was fucked up? I'm wearing that same exact outfit out that same night. He's got to spruce the place up a little bit, yeah. All right, all right. So let's let's try and keep this chronological. So, yeah, so we... Uh, well, all right, so I know Evan and I uh, both studied abroad in the same city. Um, we got... Uh, I, we were leaving from different places, but we had the same flight, like, from L.A. to... We were in L.A., right? Yeah, I thought it was, like, a cute idea. Just be like, so, like, Joe's going. Maybe I should just, like, go a little bit early, you know, see you. Like, because, like, I haven't, like, left the country before. And maybe it's good to, like, have, like, a friend in, like, the same place at the same time. I don't know if he maybe wanted a friend there. So, we were, like, on the same flight together. We, like, met up in L.A. We left from two different cities. I think he was in L.A. already with his mom. So Yeah, I was in L.A. Yeah, so we met up there, um, and then we get on the plane. We're pretty much, we sat on the plane the entire time. We talked a little bit, you know. I remember the white guy sitting next to you smelled terrible. Um, yeah, I haven't had the middle seat. Yeah. <laughs> we get off the plane, and um, it's like it's like a race to, like, who can get away from each other faster. <laughs> Evan and I ditched each other in the airport. Both, like, we both had an opportunity to. Evan, like, got stopped at customs for a little bit longer, and I was like, I, can't, I, don't, I don't have time for this. It was literally, so like, we ditched each other three times. <laughs> I, yeah, I got, and then your, your bag came before mine, so then you ditched me. And then we were both waiting for our rides to, like, our accommodation, and we were standing, like, 20 feet apart, but we were not talking to each other. There's a couple of, like, glances, but, like, it was just kind of like, oh, shit. Like, the fucked up thing is, like, we sit by each other, like, twice. Um, yeah. Joe, like, waves at me, like, when I, like, held up at customs. And then I'm just over here because they took me 20 minutes to get out of customs. And I'm just thinking Joe's probably already in the city, living it up. Like, he's exploring it already. And, like, no, I get to my bag and, like, I'm literally, like, looking at Joe. And my bag just strolls right up. (laughs) (laughs) And I grab my bag. I get to leave. I'm just like, all right, well, that that was cool. I get get to get into the city. And then I'm, like, waiting for my ride to, like, be ready to leave. It's taking a minute, and then all of a sudden, Joe walks up to this, like, little, like, pillar, and, like, we're both just awkwardly sitting there for maybe 25 minutes. Really big test for our friendship, and we, we, uh, it said a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it said a lot. <laughs> yeah. But, so. all right, with that being said, uh, Evan and I started, uh, we left for Australia, like, a month after Alex was already in Spain, and... Talking to Alex is probably the most blue-balling thing ever. <laughs> I was literally sitting at home doing fucking nothing, just waiting until I could leave to go to Australia. <laughs> this, nigga, this nigga, Alex, every time I got in contact with you, <laughs> you were just, like, covered in sweat <laughs> with some girl that you had no business being with, like, way, way out of your league. <laughs> and just drunk. You were just drunk and sweaty and with a girl every time I talked to you until I left. I was literally sitting there passing the time in my parents' basement. This nigga Alex is just like, oh, holy shit. I haven't slept in four days. This is my girlfriend, by the way. Say hi. Say hi to my friend. 
Am I about right? Does that sound familiar? Yeah, so my departure was a little bit earlier than your guys. I remember because uh, I took a bus to go to New York. And then Joe took me to the airport 35 hours before my flight. <laughs> You're leaving out something important. Oh, right before he had me sleep in his refrigerator. <laughs> and before that, like, he left him, like, Rochester for, like, an hour. Oh, yeah, he left me in Rochester, New York, which is 17 minutes away from his house. And <laughs> he just decided to leave me there. <laughs> I had to sleep on top of my suitcase. <laughs> This nigga Alex had to spend the night in the bus station just because I didn't feel like picking him up. <laughs> I was, I, I literally, I remember that so vividly, getting a text from you like, hey, yeah, no, my bus isn't leaving for another six hours. I'm just stuck in Rochester. And I know where the bus station is in Rochester. And holy hell, that, that Rochester is a shithole country. And you were in a bad area. Most murders per capita in New York, by the way, Rochester. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it was in the shitty area because a homeless man walked in, went to the bathroom, came out smiling like a motherfucker, and a smell hit my nose that I have not quite ever been able to pinpoint. And heroin, it's heroin. I don't know what it was, but after he left, uh, two cops just come rushing in. And they asked, where did he go? And they asked someone that was sitting on the bench, and he's like, I know snitch. <laughs> My whole mentality, like, when you were coming to New York and me dropping you off to the airport was just like, ah, oh, he won't mind. Like, you know, he's about to go to Spain. <laughs> He'll get over it. I treated you like shit accidentally. <laughs> I could have picked you up from the bus station. There was no heat in the room you slept in. <laughs> we dropped you off at the airport, like, nine and a half hours early to go to a Knicks game. <laughs> Also, you came back into the airport. Oh, yeah. I had to pee. <laughs> I was but like, anyway, oh, maybe they, maybe they changed it. their mind. And it was like, no, nah, you just have to come back in and take a piss. My gate wasn't even open. Like, I just had to, like, wait, like, by the doors pretty much. Because my gate wasn't even open till 9. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Well, before I went to Spain, I uh, I texted this guy that was in Madrid. And he was actually a, a club promoter. Um, so when I got to Spain, I met up with this guy. His name's Sammy Lee. Uh, and I became a club promoter that day. And to this day, probably the best decision I ever made. So I used to get into the, uh, the clubs for free. Three, uh, three free drinks. And if I brought more than 10 people, I would get 25 euros. So I would just grab people at the end of this line and take them into this club, and I would just get money for that. You are um, the worst club promoter of all time. <laughs> Your job is to get people from around the city to go to the club. Nikki, you literally took people that were in the li- in line for the club. Yeah, I mean, I would just tell them, like, do you want to, do you want to skip the line? <laughs> Unbelievable. And just hope that he wasn't looking. But, yeah, that, that was a – that was my like boarding process to get there, I guess. If you guys want to talk about, I guess, the meat while you guys were there, in the all thick right, wait, of it. Uh, here, how about like what? What uh, we could start with Evan. What did an average week look like for you? What was an average week while you were abroad? An average week. So, I'll start on a on a, when the week actually starts is Monday. <laughs> Monday, um, it's a little bit more chill. You're not. If you're going out, you're going out to, like, you know, like, somewhere more. No, no, no. Wait. Give me a second. 
Because I, I can't remember Mondays that well. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesdays we went to um, to uh, to ha- uh, Hawker, which is Hawthorne Hotel. And the thing about Hawker is it's like right across from the school that Joe almost went to. So if Joe went there, the thing is we would have seen each other every single Tuesday. Mm, and I'm so happy you never did that because the things I was doing there was unholy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, Wednesdays, don't remember many Wednesdays, so I'm going to skip to <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, we went to Pal, which is Palace. <laughs> and um, those weren't as fun. It's a lot of like, you know, like they play like, the Disney music and like the Lion King thing song. And then um, white people love that. Yeah. Yeah. That was. But you know, you get you get a couple shots in, you know every single word to any song that comes on. So, <laughs> and um, let me see here. Friday, Friday, you know, it's just it's kind of a wherever you want to go. Um, <laughs> you can go to the city if you want. You can kind of there's a where did we go together? Laundry. Yeah. There's laundry. There's we went to yeah the club in the little hipster area. Yeah. Fitzroy. But then then this Saturday. Saturday night, that's boards. <laughs> and every oh, favorite club, yeah. Yeah, billboards. If I can live in billboards, I would. So I'd probably say an average week. Um, Monday is more chill, but you're gonna. I turned up a little bit too much. Wednesday, shit. It's Wednesday study night. Um, <laughs> and then you know your your weekend normally it's on. I think I think it ends Monday. <laughs> yeah. You got you got you got a, anything to contribute, Alex? Which what um, was your week like? Mondays was fucking Mondays. So <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, I went to that club. Um, the thing we we should also mention this uh, in Europe they go until about seven in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. I will I will say like I, I just got back from Europe and I didn't realize how serious that was, especially Spain. Like I, I partied my ass off in Australia, but I spent one week in Barcelona and it literally almost killed me. I got yeah. physically sick from partying too much. And all I did was drink. Like I wasn't even being that crazy. It's just yeah. like that the, the, like it would be four thirty in the morning and people would just be starting. Like the club is still filling up. Well, that's the thing about like going out and in, in like any like popular international place. 12, 12 o'clock. That's that's the time you're going. You're not like twelve <laughs> o'clock in other places. That's like the come down. Like you're you're probably like thinking like maybe like we definitely gotta get to this place because it's the last place we're gonna be at. Twelve o'clock. That's when it starts. That's when niggas are getting out the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like we pregame here, sir, like eight or nine. Like there, like you're pregaming at like eleven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So right, like, c- continue. For me, yeah, continue. For me, it was like, uh, well, I had to work. So like, because I was a club promoter, so I had to go to these clubs. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it's not like I wanted to. You know, I didn't. I really didn't want to go to these clubs. You know, five out of seven days of the week until. <laughs> Four to seven in the morning, get bottle service all the time and a bunch of free drinks, and then just skip the line. You're forgetting something. You have to go to class in the morning. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I had class in the morning. It was just a lot, and I just hated it. There's you know a bunch of beautiful women that just wanted my attention because you know I could get them the VIP or you know help them meet a DJ. 
Uh, <laughs> it was honestly <laughs> awful. Like, <laughs> all right. I have a question. Can... Yeah. Um. Besides, when you were a party promoter, when was the first time that you just happened to be ending up in VIB? Third night. Okay. <laughs> Third night, and I told this girl I'm in VIP, and she was like, "No, you're not." And I went to VIP, and then I was in VIP. <laughs> Joe. Yeah, I mean, my week was like I would use Sunday and Monday um, for like detox, just kind of like catch up on sleep. Um, but then you know there was Tequila Tuesday. And then there was university night Wednesday. And then Thursdays were always lit because there was this one bar we would go to. And then Friday and Saturday. I, d- I didn't take many days off. Um, I'm going to come say- clean. I'm going to come clean. Like, it was a strong five nights a week um, until I ran out of money. And then it was six nights a week for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my like my appetite got worse like the okay. more broke I was, but wait, I think you're going to something good because two things we have to address. Can you guys say that you were probably more drunk than sober in this about five to six month span? My my piss was ninety proof. Yeah. <laughs> I can confidently say that my piss by the end looks like honey. Um, <laughs> like good honey, like but <laughs> more like diet coke. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, mine was definitely like it had a little bit more fizz than usual. <laughs> it burnt, and I don't know. It could it could have been for a multitude of reasons, but. <laughs> and then, secondly, um, let's talk about our financial situation here. Um, what was your guys' diet consisting of Pringles. after the first month and a half? Pringles, ramen, and a tuna sandwich. Yeah, I would say first month, man, fucking sushi, fucking all types of shit. I was going to brunch. Uh, by the end, it was it was uh, rice with soy sauce <laughs> and uh, shit I would buy at Asian groceries. How the fuck did you get rice? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was fucking up some rice with soy sauce by the end. My uh, my diet was noodles with salt, so <laughs> I can still feel all the noodles I ate. All that ramen just. <laughs> but if you did that, you could just go to one of the chino stores that they had in uh in Spain get a get a forty ounce for sixty cents. <laughs> sixty cents for a forty ounce, and you barely ate. You're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, by by the end, I was so good at having one meal a day. <laughs> you just gotta time it right. I would wake up at about 3.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> I would just hold it. I would just fight the hunger until about 6, 7 o'clock. I would yeah, eat you would like eat one apple. Yeah. I would eat at 7.15. I'd have my bowl of rice with soy sauce if I was feeling bougie. And then, and then I would just buy a bag of wine. <laughs> and if I started drinking at like 8.39, I wouldn't even notice that I was hungry. And then I could just go to the next day. <laughs> I'd just go to the next day. <laughs> Yeah, that was. I think that was one of the the worst parts about studying abroad is realizing that you have no money compared to anybody else. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll you, see. It, the contrary to popular belief, if you're thinking about studying abroad, it's actually not as expensive, like tuition wise. With that being said, um, everybody that most of the people that do it have the daddy's credit card thing. Yeah. Um, that's not a luxury that I had. So, 
uh, I did run out of money, but most people were still like, they, you know, it, it was like six months on the trip. They're like, hey, we're going to Indonesia for the weekend. You want to come? It's like, uh, no, nah, I'm going to stay here because I don't want to I, I get a flight sickness. But. <laughs> yeah, it's weird when someone's, someone's asking me to go to Ibiza with them and I'm trying to tell them, like, I actually had to steal noodles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm literally going on Tinder dates just to tell the girl I forgot my wallet. <laughs> yeah, it was all fun and games. So, like, eventually, like, because I was able to do, like, all the trips with some friends. And then you eventually get to that trip where you just can't do it anymore. Like, my friend wanted me to, to like, go to the Formula One race uh, that was, like, in downtown Melbourne. And I'm just like, how much is it? It's less than, it's less than $5? Okay, yeah, no. <laughs> That's my food money for the month. All right, so let's transition to um, the girls, girls that girls that study abroad. Can we talk about girls that study abroad? Are we talking about the girls like where we were studying at, or the girls that go study abroad? Let's say girls that go study abroad. The point I want to make, and I think you guys can back me up on this, is that Tread girls lightly. that wouldn't girls that wouldn't make eye contact with me in in the United States, um, I was getting a lot of play from them abroad. Like, girls from, like, California that, like, would look look at me like I'm a piece of shit if I was, like, in the U.S., all of a sudden, they wanted to, they, they wanted some of my time. And I don't know what the difference is. I don't know yeah. if it's just being abroad or... Can I... But, let, let me say this. And you were in Barcelona. So, yeah, I just want to say, with anybody struggling with self-confidence issues, <laughs> did you go to Opium? Uh, no, I didn't. You didn't go to Opium? Why not? No. Because uh, I went to La, La Teresa that night. But anyway. You didn't go to Razzmatazz either? I think I went to Razzmatazz, but I also couldn't tell you the places I went. Cause, uh, um, yeah, but anyway. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're having self-confidence issues and just want to boost your self-esteem a little bit, oh my God, just go to Europe. and <laughs> Just go somewhere and- where you're foreign and sexy. Even yeah, the American that. girls that won't make eye contact with you just all of a sudden, like, oh, you're in another country? Like, why are you so sexy? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Because I couldn't duplicate it when I got back at all. Yeah, let's talk about that, the, the look. The look. The look that you would get when you're walking in the club. Um, when we're referring to is like, and we just say this amongst ourselves a lot, there's a look that we get. Normally... It, it's normally about within 15 seconds of us walking inside a function. But every now and then, like, you kind of have to, like, eye around. And it normally happens when you're talking to another girl. But um, what it is is pretty much a look of just the best way I can describe it is a girl's visually saying with her eyes, I'm consenting for you, you to have sex with me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the best way I can put it. I really don't yeah. know how else to do it. It's somewhere between, um, like... I don't know, like a pack of wolves, like stumbling on like a deer carcass, and <laughs> I don't know, like the, the look you get right before you're about to like shoot somebody. I don't know. It's 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 hard it's to a, describe. It's a hybrid of a deer in headlights, yeah, mixed with. <laughs> I but well, they right, look so, at you like you're their last meal. Like yeah. <laughs> it's like I, the look you give somebody as they're like dragging you away to prison. Like, <laughs> and the best part about it is some the most of the time I got it, it was when I was already pretty much with someone that I was like talking to a friend or a girl. I'm just trying, now trying to get to know, 
And the girl just comes up to me and says, no, 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 no. It's me and you now. <laughs> right, and so then you just talk, go together. <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So there were, we went out a lot. I think we've made that point. So yeah, mine was in work. the beginning, in the beginning, I would, I would shut the fuck up. <laughs> in the beginning, I would have fly ass outfit. I would always have a haircut, fucking spend a long time getting ready. By the end, <laughs> I like, I literally probably hadn't showered for several days. <laughs> I looked like I lost a fist fight because I've been averaging about four and a half hours of sleep. I'm, I'm borderline anemic because I'm fucking starving to death. <laughs> And I would still walk into these places and girls were looking at me like I was Idris fucking Alba. Like, it was yeah. unbelievable. I would show up in sweatpants and like a sweat-stained wife beater. I didn't even want to go out. I'm just doing it because that's all I knew at this point. <laughs> I'd, be wearing, I'd be wearing joggers with like a hole in the crotch. I just reek of gin. Like, <laughs> and yet girls that would never, ever pay attention to me in what you know where at anywhere else at any other point in my life were looking at me like I'm about to go to prison and this is their last chance like it was unbelievable can you like can we talk about the temporary sauce boost uh, you, you got just from being in that situation a lot I was gonna fuck around and dye my hair blonde and get a hang down cross earring and I like that's ridiculous I didn't deserve that but I thought I was a fucking rock star me and Joe were talking about getting frosted tips for the longest <laughs> and if I'm, I'm stopping myself. So, <laughs> I went on a fucking, like, yacht, like, party boat, whatever. I, like, had, like, a turtleneck chain, got a suit jacket somehow, and I got my hair braided for the night. Like, you Oh, hold up. All right, yeah. I have to talk about the first time I saw Evan in Australia. Evan and I studied abroad in the same city but didn't go to the same school. Um, so, after the... We talked about the airport probably too much, but I did not talk to or see Evan for a month and a half <laughs> after we studied we're in the same city and we literally showed up knowing zero people and we immediately didn't talk to each other the whole time this nigga texted me one time and told me I should smash while listening to Seal that was the only contact I had with Evan so the first time the first time I see Evan I'm out with a bunch of friends and they go to this club that I don't like that much so I decided to go, go off on my own and I had been talking to Evan earlier in the day, and I knew he was going to be at his favorite club, so I decided to head on over there. And I swear to God, I see Evan in this club, and this is, this is speaking to the fucking temporary sauce you get. I swear to God, this nigga was six inches taller and just had a completely different energy to him. I see him from across the club. I, this girl is molesting him on the dance floor. <laughs> like, pulling his braids out, like, scratching him up. I knew her, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear, like, I just, like, we make eye contact and we talk for a second. And the second we talk to each other, we realize we don't have the same sauce when we're together, so we need to separate. So Evan and I, like, we're trying to, like, hang out and just, you know, do club stuff together and be each other's wingmen. And then we realize, like, hey, so maybe we should just not do that and, like, just pretend like we don't know each other. And then it worked. And that was, like, the last time I saw Evan for another month or so. <laughs> Yeah, no, wait, the, I mean, I remember the first night I saw you, I, uh, I don't remember what hap uh, happened after, like, we were together for a second, and I, le I left, I remember wholeheartedly knowing I'm leaving you so I can go talk to this girl that was just sitting there by herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was just no point in our friendship at that moment, so I was just like, said, fuck it. And then I walked out, and I see you in the little VIP section with someone else, so I'm like, all right, well, Joe's yeah. having his, his night now. That was the night a girl tried to... Uh, actually... You know what? <laughs> yeah, we can leave that out. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then like, <laughs> the next time I saw you, like it was kind of coordinated because my it was like exam week. My homies actually had to study, so I was just like, "Why the fuck are y'all doing that?" But anyway, I met up with you, and I don't know. I just it, it just was not a good night. Yeah, juice juice just wasn't the same when we were together, and I don't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't get any looks, and then the the shot I took was just like something that normally is like it's like Steph. Like I, I don't know why <laughs> I didn't go in. All right, so we could we could uh, I, don't, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but do you have any stories you want to share, either of you? Any specific stories? Um, what, was, so, what was your what was your lowest point? Lowest point? Well, no, I, I guess say what you want to say. Lowest point for me um, was when I realized I think I so I weigh about two twenty. I dropped probably thirty to forty pounds. <laughs> Yo, I was like 150 when I got back. Yeah, I, I like weighed 185. And <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty low point. Um, having to get checked was a pretty low point. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't because that was super chill. Like, <laughs> why my doctor, he had a whole jean outfit on. Like, he was wearing <laughs> like skinny amazing. jeans and a jean jacket. And he was sitting he here probably telling just me got that, back like, from the club. What? <laughs> he just got back from the club, too. He's like, do Loki. I know you from somewhere? <laughs> Loki, the clink was right next to the club. And <laughs> but it was funny because I go to the clinic, and we end up just dogging my ex. Like, we're just <laughs> we end up just talking shit about her the whole time. <laughs> and he just kind of slaps me on the back and he's like, I'm sure you're clean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty low point for me. Having you got one. Um, I kind of want to go off of what Joe will say because I know two of his low, uh, low points. I want to see what story he says. <laughs> you know... <laughs> There's a couple. There's a couple things I could say, but I don't know if it's all right. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> My lowest point, and I can turn this into a fucking thirty minute story, but I'm not going to. Um, I went out on a Wednesday night with a bunch of homies. All my homies got cuffed up really early. There was a girl giving me the look, so I decided to go with that. Ended up going home with her. And long story short, the following day, I ended up having to walk forty five minutes back to my apartment. Um, just covered head to toe in menstrual blood <laughs> in broad ass daylight. People were going to work. <laughs> I should have been arrested. <laughs> I literally looked like I cannibalized someone <laughs> and I cried. <laughs> I was crying in public and in the shower and most of that following day. <laughs> that was my lowest point. Um, I don't know. I kind of like, I think my, one of my lowest points was, Maybe one of the worst nights going out. Um, I remember Joe was hitting me up, and he was saying, "Hey, you got to come to this club." No, <laughs> 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 my friends were really out, and I walk out. I get into a taxi, and he's like, "Where am I going?" I told him the place. Drives right around the corner, charges me twenty five dollars. <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck it." I get out, come up to the door, and 
then the guy's like, I can't let you in. I'm like, what, what, why? It's like 1 o'clock. <laughs> like, I can pay a cover. Like, can't, he's like, no, I just can't. I'm sorry. We're at capacity, which is – Joe, was it at capacity? No, no, no. I just <laughs> – <rock. laughs> All right, so to, to provide a little more context, I was out with my girl, um, and she was with her friends, and they were bad as shit. I mean, fucking unbelievable. But I was with my girl – so I was like, somebody's got to do something about these badass girls. <laughs> <laughs> so I was hitting up Evan like crazy, like, nigga, come through. Like, <laughs> like for real, like, do it for me if you're going to do it for anybody. Like, seriously, <laughs> this nigga would not show up. And I kept texting him like, nigga, they're still here. They're still right here. Like, they're just dying for somebody to come up and talk to him. Like, you got you to gotta, you got to roll up. Like, all these niggas in here are goofy as shit. Like, this is easy. Like, nigga, come. Come through. And he never did. And, yeah, no, club was not a capacity. It's just you rolled up alone. I literally watched him turn down the two dudes in front of me in line because it was just two dudes. He was like, yeah, no, it's members only tonight. We can't let you in. I'm really sorry about that. Like, actually, come come through by a little bit later. Maybe we can see if I can do something about it. That, turn those guys away. I roll up with my girls. Like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go right in. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I go to the Burger King, this, like, or KFC or whatever, like, this down, like, um, across the street. And, like, I'm with my friend. And Joe hits me up and says, like, hey, where are you at? I tell him where I'm at. I'm just thinking, all right, well, it's just Joe. I mean, he's just going to swing by. Walks into KAC with, like, the baddest, like, black girl I've seen. <laughs> oh, I miss her so much. And I'm just pretty much just like, what the, <laughs> Joe? One, 100% did that just to flex on you. <laughs> I wasn't hungry. I wasn't thirsty. I had places to be. <laughs> I think she got in line and got out of line. Like, no. <laughs> nah, she bought a Slurpee or something, but... <laughs> Uh, literally, we were on our way home, and I was like, actually, we got to make one stop real quick. <laughs> I'm over here, like, I'm, like, like upset because, like, the girl, like, I was talking to, like, the other week just, like, say, like, no, like, I just don't feel like it today. So, like, now I'm just, like, I'm getting curved by a girl that already, like, pretty much turned, on, uh, turned me on, like, the other week. And now Joe's over here flexing on me with some girl. And he knows how much I like black women. <laughs> that girl is beautiful. I miss her so much. So, uh, just in closing, uh, if you're looking into studying abroad and you're a degenerate like ourselves, uh, this is a perfect place to listen because no one told us what to look out for when we went to study abroad. Everybody was just kind of telling us about, like, you know, culture and stuff like that. And no, my study abroad advice was low-key throwing hints, like, you know, the women <laughs> are pretty nice. They have a pretty good nightlife. <laughs> You know what? I might go too. <laughs> <laughs> not, that's not what I was told. Everybody was just like, you know, you really get into the culture, you know, you, you can learn like, you know, um, a new language. Um, hey, guys, do I, do I speak Spanish? No. No, no you don't. <laughs> the thing is, though, I think I FaceTimed you one time while I was in the club, and I, I think I heard you speak pretty fluently. <laughs> <laughs> She was talking to you too. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, like, you know, I, I knew people that like had a wholly cultural experience. I mean, all they did was go to museums and fucking yoga retreats and all that sort of thing. And I mixed in some camping. I went to some museums and all that, but uh most of the time I was a piece of shit. <laughs> Sounds about right.
Um, and I would, again, recommend this to just about anybody. If you're able to do an excursion to Europe, Australia, or wherever in the world, I just would advise you to do that um, or study abroad. Um, just go somewhere where you're sexy and exotic. It, yeah. it works really well. Just be the baddest bitch wherever you go, but just not in America. Yeah. Yeah. Also, bodies don't count overseas, ladies. They don't. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they don't. Uh, neither do STIs. They don't come back. They don't come. They, you I can't think, get them or children these days. Ever since nine eleven, you can't get them past. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, I think in closing, we should probably talk about one thing. Um, and we've already talked about this last week. But if you're in a relationship, should you encourage your significant other to go study abroad? Yeah, just break up. <laughs> <laughs> just break up. And if you really love them that much, just break up for the time they're there so you don't ruin it. And then accept them for who they are when they come back and make sure they get checked before you do anything. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because I will say this. 110% of people that went and studied abroad uh, in a relationship was not faithful 110 percent i didn't know a single girl that didn't have a boyfriend when we started (laughs) i'll put it like that every single girl that i met that studied abroad that was from the u.s had a boyfriend for the first week or so Um, and and probably by the end still but they just started started talking about him less and less because they knew that it was fucked up and if you're a guy and like you're like you just got to your study abroad, and you're over here, like, questioning, like, oh, she said that she had a boyfriend on, like, the orientation. Like, maybe I shouldn't shoot that shot. No, 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 no. Shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll all be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else you guys want to add? Um, shout out to the university-ran functions that, were, that we had, because those are the best. Yeah, seriously. Every university function I had had two kegs at it, so shout out Australia, man. They know how to have fun. Yeah, my university ran out of a fucking club next to a beach. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to Sammy Lee. Shout out Sammy Lee. All right, well, this has been the half and half, half hour podcast. Um, this is Big Cousin Alex. This is Evan. And this is Joe. Peace and blessings. Follow us on Instagram. Um, slide in our DMs. We, we do. We, we have done uh, listener requested topics before. We'll do them again if y'all want to. So, you know, holla at your boys. Yeah, so uh, hit us up whenever. If you want advice, if you want us to talk about something, please feel free to just reach out. And um, also racial slurs and courage. I would yeah. love to get some hate mail. Um, you know, anything like make make fun of our appearance. Uh, talk about you know whatever you whatever you like. Your opinions yeah. on Israel, wh- whatever you're feeling. If you want us to roast you for thirty five minutes, we can also <laughs> do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we'll catch you again next week or the weekend after that or something like that. Bye. Peace.
looking for affection. Add a piece to my collection. 